Hello, the creators and the curious. My name is Pendo, and welcome to 12 Point Font, my novel writing podcast where I answer questions, conduct interviews, give advice, point out resources, gush over my favorite books, writers, and, well, things, and then just generally babble as I muddle my way through November. Today is NaNoWriMo Day 13, and we will be covering word count questions. Mm. But first, the idiomatic expression for today is an English one. It is to think outside the box. Ooh. Now, if you already know this one, uh, you should need to Google it. Uh, if you don't know this one, I mean, you could Google it. But again, I will tell you at the end of the episode, as well as that, uh, that good, good writing prompt. So you gotta wait till the end of the show for that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I said before, today is all about word count. And we do have an episode with, uh, three and a half questions today, kind of, um, sure. Sure, I'll say that, and we'll see how how we do. Um, Question number one. Actually, there are two questions that are kind of the same thing, so I'm just going to say question number one, but what I mean is question number uh, 0.5 and and, and 0.1, I guess. Or maybe 1 over 2 and another 1 over 2, 0.5 and 0.5 added together. Sure. Sure, these are the first questions. So this one is from NaNoWriMo Reddit user B25Mitch, who says, I have a problem. I'm almost done with the story, but nowhere near the word count. I'm at an honestly pathetic 9,200 words, and I'm probably going to have the story wrapped up around 11,000 words. What do I do? Start another story? Add more scenes that, to me, feel unnecessary? And then we have question... um, from NaNoWriMo Reddit user Luke the Bard, and they say, drawing to the end of my plot, nowhere near my word count. I am drawing into my third act, but I'm still 25,000 words short. I figure I can go back and enrich the world when I finish the actual story. It's a swashbuckling adventure, so it's quite a simple plot. Any advice? Anyone being in a similar position? Um, I guess what I'd begin with is, are you unhappy with your story, or are you unhappy with your word count? Because the vibe I'm getting from these questions is that y'all wrote a pretty decent story, maybe kind of simple for one of them, and then after you did it, you think, ooh, you got, look at you, with your cool, fun, fresh, finished product. Great! I mean, if that's the case, then great! No need to change anything. You did it. You began a story. You told the story. Now you'll revise the story. If you feel like it, you will add things to the story. But... If you feel like it'll take away from the story, don't, don't add things, don't add things. In fact, my recommendation probably would be to begin another story. If you're determined on getting that word count in, just start another one. They're both still started during the month and you wrote the words during the month. Um, or maybe write some short stories or some essays. I don't think it has to all be the same book, just as long as you wrote the stories in November. Because Nano makes you update the word count, not story progression. So, this is... This is me shrugging. Imagine, imagine me just shrugging here. Actually, I think Reddit user Orange Companion says it best when they say, To everyone else who is achieving a smaller word count, we're doing it too. My reason for committing to Nano is to increase the amount of time dedicated to creative writing. As professional grant writer, I write reports and articles every day, but the time I make for fun writing is scarce, to say the least. So my smart goals for this month are to write for fun at least 30 minutes on Fridays and Saturdays, and to end the month with a polished short story. Which is great. That's great. So I guess what are your goals? Did you begin Nano for a story, or did you start for a win? 
Of course, many people do both, and both are excellent objectives, but if you don't care for a win, like if it's just icing on an already pretty sweet cake, who cares? You did it! Relax! Have fun! Sip a virgin martini! Or not. I don't know how martinis taste or work, or if you can even get them without alcohol. I don't know what's in them. It just sounded fancy. Like you, champ, you done good. You done good. Book recommendation time! Today I'm actually recommending an essay. Well, it's an essay that's part of a book, um, but the essay is called Tongue Tied and it's by Maxine Hong Kingston. And it's kind of about her as a child and I can't really say much more without spoiling it for you, so go read that. Kingston is very good at imagery, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so that's Tongue Tied, the essay by Maxine Kingston. Okie doke. Uh, question the second. Mostly this one is for those of you who, when listening to my previous answer, were like, but Pendo, I came here for them games, them writing games. I'm here for that good habit, that clear skin, those greener writing pastures. Where are the words? This one. This one's for you. This one's from NaNoWriMo Reddit user xxno.heartxx, and they say, how do you naturally up your word count? One thing I struggle with when writing is I usually write directly to the point, and because of that, sometimes interactions can seem terse and things aren't well explained. When you're crafting a scene or an image or have dialogue between characters, what do you ask yourself to add more to the scene? Or what kind of small talk do you have in your conversations? Excellent question. Alrighty then, so there are a couple of options here. If you're wanting to up your word count inside your book because you feel like the writing was lacking, you could try and play out the scenes in your mind. Kind of get a visual on how things would work and then try to write that out. Remember conversations. Actually act the lines out loud and let yourself feel the things your character is feeling. Yes, this is an acting exercise, but bear with me, okay? So say the words out loud as you're writing and then be present say them out loud in front of a mirror and watch yourself see and feel what your face and body does and then show don't tell telling us that for example she was sad takes way fewer words than she curled in on herself averting her gaze plus using show don't tell is way more fun for an attentive audience who likes to figure things out for themselves also show don't tell is much more visual than simply telling uh, and editors like it more the cons of this is that it takes more word and yes i know that was the point but here's the thing you know what's coming next so you want to write the next part of the story i mean you know her father gives her a hug or whatever at the end of that scene and you want so badly to be writing that part because you know it's going to happen and you know that showing versus telling means it'll take longer for you the writer to get to the good part fear not you can edit this part in later. Leave a little note for yourself, you know? Write something like, um, she was sad. Note, expand. And then you can put that in and increase your word count. Ta-da! You're welcome. Now, if you're one of our incredible writers with a uh, 11,000 or 25,000 word short story or novella, and you don't want to ruin your masterpiece with more words, but also you need a longer word count, I got you too. Couple of things off the top of my head you could do. Uh, you could write the whole thing from the antagonist's perspective, or uh, you could write a companion piece about the effects of your story on other characters' lives. Maybe like a side character, or maybe just uh, someone who lives inside the world, but we never actually see in the main story. Ooh, write the sequel. More to pitch, more to sell. Write from multiple perspectives. What perspective did you write in? Did you write in first person? Uh, if it's first person, have that person give commentary or an anecdote. Third person, if it's omniscient, give your narrator a voice and perhaps an opinion. Think Hitchhiker's Guide. That was a cool narrator. 
Ooh, maybe write a piece about the lore of your world, like not the character backstory, but the world history, uh, if not the story's backstory. Like, consider telling the backstory of the story you're telling. I don't know, how did you come up with this story? Or, ooh, I just have so many ideas. Okay, we gotta move on. We gotta move on because I will just keep going. Anyways, so the NaNoWriMo YouTube channel actually did a whole video about creative ways of upping that word count. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and play that for you. Got you. I got you. Hi, this is a public service announcement. Um, I'd just like to apologize for that clap and snap you just heard. Um, obviously you couldn't see what it was, but it was definitely what it was. Um, I will edit that to be softer in post because, wow, just heard it and RIP me, uh, headphone user number one who had to hear that at full volume. Uh -huh, you are welcome. I'm gonna go ahead and let past me, uh, play a small teaser of the NaNoWriMo video. Here is the video, my good people. Are you trying to reach your writing goal? Here are NaNoWriMo's tricks for how to double your word count. Rewrite a scene from a different character's perspective. Give your character a chatty best friend. Or enemy who doesn't like a villain who monologues. Bulk up the backstory. Write firsts for important characters. First memory, first friend, first fight, first kiss. Even if they don't make it in the final draft, it'll help you understand your story. Coo, 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 noise. Okay, so this next question came from NaNoWriMo Reddit user Arctor502. And they say, which came first, 50,000 words or the story's conclusion at 50,000 words? Sorry if this has been asked before, not on this show, you good. NaNoWriMo is going great for me so far, congratulations! I'm keeping up with my word count, I'm excited about my story and my characters, but at the rate I'm going and the linear way I'm writing, I'm gonna reach 50,000 words in time and not be finished with the story. Can I count myself a winner if I reach 50,000? but still need to finish the story? Or does the story also have to be concluded as well? Uh, Arctor502, um, I think the short answer is yes. Yes, you are a Nana winner, because you got the words. Uh, I guess the only real loss uh, is is if your personal goal doesn't match up to the NaNoWriMo goal. What, what was your goal? Was your goal a completed story, or was it to develop good writing habits, or was it really all just for those words? All of these and any other of your goals is valid, and I think that we can uh, confidently say that you won the public challenge, at least, um, but your metric should always be yourself. What did you want? And if you got what you wanted, I think you won. Um, excuse me, as I play no more than six seconds of We Are The Champions, hashtag freedom, hashtag winning, hashtag playing dangerously. Such a great song. It's just such a great song. Okay, and for the last question, it occurred to me that this show is sometimes more serious than funny, which which is fair, because I'm really trying my best here with this advice. Uh, however, I do also think that comedy can be serious. Not that this next part of the show is going to be, but it's possible to be serious. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and read this question. And then, and then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read some of the answers left on this question using a couple of my super original vocal impressions, including Kermit the Frog and, um, a chipmunk from Alvin and the Chipmunks. 
super serious humor. All right, here is the question. This is from NaNoWriMo Reddit user, Elliot Silvestri, and they say, what is the most unusual place you have found yourself due to unforeseen circumstances writing in order to make your daily word count? Um, and somebody says, oh, I guess I gotta use the chipmunk voice, huh? The bowling alley made us to say I did not reach my word count, and then two crying laughing emojis. And then I guess it's Kermit the Frog now. Uh, in my car, while getting <laughs> in my car while getting an oil change, I think the mechanics thought I was a bit nutty. I was okay. It felt more like like an impression of Seth MacFarlane doing an impression of Kermit the Frog that I was doing an impression of. <laughs> Back to the chipmunks, I suppose. I'm real versatile <laughs> with these accents. Um, and the movie theater, while the movie was playing. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you should be, you should be kicked right out that theater. You should be kicked right out and, and, and have to make a public apology. How, no, no. Okay, uh, back to Cup of the Frog. <laughs> Walking through a maze of Bank Station, London. Cool, you live in London, cool. Um, yeah. Then Elliot Silvestri, okay, they say... I haven't done it yet, but I have to take a trip in a few days. I'm bringing my laptop with me, and I'll be riding in an airplane. This isn't original. You're riding in an airplane. This isn't This isn't a strange place to write. This is where most people do work. Lots of business people take airplanes and do their work on airplanes. This, Elliot Silvestri, you disappointed me with this one. Okay, All right, back to Kermit the Frog, I think. That's where we're at. Um, and this is the last one in the... Oh, okay. They say, um... In the bathroom, while pooping. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I guess it's fair and valid. So, yeah. Okay, funny enough? Ooh, what is that terrible segue music? Oh, that's right, it's time for... It's time for the daily update, huh? Okay, um... Okay. Here is my update. I'm behind. I'm behind in my writing. Not egregiously behind, but uh, definitely after I edit this, I will be smashing those numbers out. Yesterday I got um, 3,200 words, and if I can pull that off again tonight, then I will be beyond golden. I'll be like platinum, or what's beyond golden? Diamond? Diamonds are kind of worthless though, aren't they? Uh, something beyond gold. Let's go with platinum. Platinum was fine. Okay, um... So actually, as this episode pulls to an end, I'd like to put all uh, joking aside for a moment, and I just want to take a moment to, um, like, really appreciate Stanley who passed away yesterday. Um, I, I don't know what to say about, about that incredible, incredible artist. He was, he was so good at stories. He was so good at stories, and I wish I'd been able to have a conversation with him, um, because creators like that are, well, he was one of a kind. I snuck those books off of my brother growing up and he so informed how I thought about superheroes, how the world thinks about superheroes, um, how the structure of, of storytelling in so much media right now, he was, um, he was one of a kind. So thank you, Stan Lee for making good art, this, this clip is for you. Oh, wait a minute, Peter, we, uh, we need to talk. 
Well, we can talk later. Well, we can talk now, if you let me. You're changing. I know I went through exactly the same thing at your age. These are the years when a man changes into the man he's going to become the rest of his life. Just be careful who you change into. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, I am of the firm belief that mourning death should not outweigh celebrating life. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to try and do it by by telling good stories as well. Um, and I hope you'll join me in that. So that is all, friends. If you want more, come on over and hang out with me on Instagram or Twitter at Pendoland or check out my website at Pendoland.com. If you're not yet tired of my voice, you can go to my scarcely used YouTube channel, also at Pendoland. If you have any questions or comments you want me to read on the show, send them on over by email to 12pointfont at gmail.com. That's 12ptft at gmail.com or tag me on social media with hashtag 12pointfont, just like the show title. The intro and outro for the podcast is Mary Pop Poppins by True Loves. All of this and anything I talked about in the show will be linked in the show notes as well. Also, if you have a second, um, you can go ahead and give this a rating on iTunes. It really helps out a lot. Also on Google Podcast, where this show exists as well. If you do, go ahead and message me and I'd love to give you a shout out in the next show. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. Now back to the idiomatic expression of the day. Today's was think outside the box. Its translation is simply to think outside of normal conventions or to have an idea outside of what is usually expected. So, for your writing prompt, I want you to write a scene in which your character has to come up with a creative solution to a problem. This is a fun one. Have fun with it. Don't think too much. Just write what comes to mind. Make good art. Celebrate storytelling. That being said, this has been 12 Point Font reminding you to stay creative, stay curious, and stay writing. Until tomorrow, that's goodbye. Well, my two word count uh, warring friends, word count, word count warriors, but then it sounds like they're fighting the word count. Yeah, we're going, yep. Um, what I guess, I guess, what I guess, and to the end of the month with a polished, and to the, and to the end of the, of course, many people do both, and both are excellent objectives. Objectives. Make your dirty, dirty, dirty word current. Oh my goodness, what is the worst thing weirdest kids make you do the word current? What on earth am I saying? Why am I like this? Why am I like this? We are the champions. No time for losers, cause we.